Singleness is not for the faint of heart. It gets real out here, y'all. All my single people, make some noise. Welcome to a show that's been created and curated just for you. Becoming the One Podcast, brought to you by The One University. I'm one of your hosts, Amanda Ross, alongside Jamal and Natasha Miller. Welcome to a show where we talk real about singleness, dating, relationships, and show you how to prepare for a covenant marriage. Let's tune into today's episode. Yo, what's up, good people? And welcome to another episode of Becoming the One podcast. And it's me again, Amanda Ross, one of your hosts. And today, y'all, I have a special guest with me that y'all are going to love. This girl is like the homie, okay? Like the homie, the friend, my girl, Sophie Sturdivant. Welcome to the podcast, girl. Thanks, Amanda. I am so happy to be here. Yes, I'm happy to have you. So y'all, on today's episode, we're going to be answering some of your most popular questions about singleness. But before we get into it, Y'all already know a lot about me. Y'all know I'm single child and I'm out here trying to get these answers so I can change my relationship status. But Sophie, you are new to the podcast and we're going to let the people know something about you. So tell us about your story. Tell us about like, are you single? You date? You in a relationship? You in a situation? Because if that's the case, we might need to talk about that. Get you through that real quick. But yeah, tell us about yourself, girl. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Um... So as Amanda said, my name is Sophie. I am single as we say around here, a dollar bill. I'm, I mean, I'm a also, dollar bill. <laughs> 99 I've also said single as a Pringle. Um, yeah. So I have a small dog, Theodore. TT is my favorite. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it's, it's me and TT. Me and TT. We, um, we're in Denver right now, but um, spent about the last 10 years in Seattle and so spent most of that time single too girl so it's been a long time cool cool well listen y'all we are going to answer your questions today both of us are single ladies but we are definitely in a space where we are living our single life to the fullest where Mm -hmm. we definitely want to be married right like you want a minute guy I want a minute guy we all want a minute guy right but in the meantime we are both um just living our best life Sophie is an artist we all work for um Miller Global work for TOU so like we're really living a very full season of life oh yeah absolutely um while also patiently awaiting the man of God. <laughs> sometimes okay. patiently, sometimes impatiently. Yeah, sometimes patiently, sometimes impatiently. Because yeah. I mean, honestly, uh, if you're single, you really can't be consistent. It's hard. It's an it's yeah. an open. It's honestly like to to say that being single is a consistent process would be a lie. I mean, because there are some days where I'm like, I could do this forever. I could do I could do this till I'm 85, right? And then there are other days I'm like, I don't think I'm gonna make it until tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it's real talk. Um, Sophie. Who's your celebrity crush? Oh, no. oh my gosh. My celebrity crush is Lenny Kravitz. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what what about him, sis? What about Lenny Kravitz? Okay. Uh, he's such an artist. Like he's so weird in that artist way. He's like a little artist genius. Um, he's so beautiful. And yeah, I think for me it's it's sort of the 
the combination of like uh just his i think it's it's his artistry so i appreciate people that are kind of weird i feel like i can relate to them well um yeah he's he's multi-talented so yeah how about you girl (laughs) (laughs) um if if i were to have it my way okay (laughs) right if the lord was to answer my selfish prayers okay Mm. the the prayers that i pray that don't necessarily align with his word just Mm -hmm. align with what amanda wants yeah um it would end with a michael it would land with a b Oh, Jordan. Go ahead and end with a Jordan. Yeah, I knew where you were going with that one. Yes, ma'am. That is the ministry that I would love to have. (laughs) However, up until this point, that has not been the case. Yeah. Lord, have your way. (sighs) Jesus. Okay. Yep. I just wanted to know. I'm like, we're about to go into all these singleness questions, but I'm just like, what is your celebrity crush? I don't know why that question popped in my head. So the first question that we have on the docket, um, Sophie here, Mm -hmm. is would you go on a dating app? Would I go on a dating app? Yeah, Amanda, I feel like you and I have talked about this. This is such an interesting question. I actually, it's funny because, um, so I'm not on any dating apps, but my, I was out with some girlfriends Mm -hmm. and, uh, I had just moved from Seattle to Denver and one of them was there with her boyfriend who they met on Hinge or Bumble or one of those, right? And um, so I was kind of asking her, you know, how's it going? You know, what was the dating process like? Was there a dating process? How did this look? Um, and so everybody kind of stopped for a moment and they said, oh, Sophie, which dating apps are you on? And Like a default, like yeah, you like had to be on one. Uh, and so it was really interesting because I said none and they were, they thought I was joking at first and they were like, all right, girl, you, like if you're on Tinder, you don't have to tell us you're on Tinder. Right, right, right. right. It's okay, sis. Yeah, exactly. And, um, and so I said, no, I... I'm not on any dating apps. And, um, and so I think because it was default, like they didn't ask me, are you on? They asked, which ones are you on? Mm -hmm. Um, so (sighs) I don't know if it's pride. I don't know what it is, but I think, um, I think also too, like, I, I don't feel like God has asked me to do that yet. I know that he, he works in mysterious ways. I know that he can do anything. He absolutely can use dating apps to bring people together. So it's not like I doubt the effectiveness of dating apps. Um, I do believe that a, a disproportionate amount of people are on dating apps for the wrong reason. Um, they're trying to fill a void. It's easy. It's pretty superficial. So I think because of that understanding about dating apps, I would be hesitant to ever get on one knowing what the, the pool kind of looks like. But again, like I've had friends that have met um, awesome people in there. I feel like you have as well, which is amazing. And God, thank you for moving in only ways that you can move. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't feel that that's my, I don't feel that it's my time for a dating app right now. That was such a, such an eloquent way oh, to say, Oh my goodness gracious. I'm not doing that right now. At least yeah, is yeah, what yeah, you're yeah, saying. Yeah. yeah. So for me, I, I just, I, mm, how how do I say this? I feel like, and I mean, maybe I need to just 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 let it go and humble myself or whatever. But I think for me, when I think about, I'm at my wedding, right? Or I'm at yeah. I'm like at dinner, and somebody's like, "Yeah, how did y'all meet?" And I'm yeah. just like, um, "I'm Bumble, right?" Like I I'll say it like with like like a low voice, you know what I'm saying? So you wouldn't actually want to tell you wouldn't actually want to tell them the story about how you met, which is like, you know, a little bit 
disheartening because again it goes back to like god can do anything he doesn't can and there are people who have truly met like their soulmates met the one on a dating app so it's something where like i'm not necessarily saying no but it is something where i don't know why to me i just would feel so much better if i met him like in person or like at a coffee shop or at church or like through a friend or like someone where like i can verify that you actually are who you say you are. Yeah. And that you actually look how you, how this photograph says yeah. that you look, because I yeah. believe that people are still out here catfishing. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I don't know, just something about dating apps make me a little, make me a little nervous. However, like you said, I, I'm constantly seeing people around me win yeah. on dating apps. So yeah. at some point, will it even be a choice of do I want to get on it or not? Or is it, that's just the way that the culture is going and that's just the way that everything is going. Like technology, y'all, like we spend so much time on our phones. You're listening to this on your phone now, on your computer. Like we literally don't know how to live without tech. So we may get to a point where like this, you know, telephone screen may be our opportunity to kind of get that first in. So do you think that maybe we should take a second for the people that do believe that maybe dating apps are it's like their time for a dating app do you think we should like help give the people of god some parameters some framework around i think that is a great idea so i think and you know we've talked about this around i think natasha mentioned this one time you know on one of our good morning singles videos but i think before you get on a dating app the number one thing that you have to do is really assess the posture of your heart because if you're getting on there because you're like, man, I am so lonely. Valentine's Day is coming up right. or, you know, it's moving into winter season, cuffing season, whatever. Like, am I looking to fill a void? Am I looking for companionship in the immediate? Um, did God kind of give me the green light to do this? Because if so, you know, maybe that's something that you should take into prayer and consider. But um, so I do think that identifying, recognizing, and assessing the posture of your heart as to why you actually want to get on a dating app is really important. Um, Because if you're on it for the wrong reasons, you will fall victim, I think, pretty quickly to um, talking to or dating the wrong person. And that's exactly what we want to avoid. That's kind of why we're here, right? For sure. I would say too, I think it's important for you to be 100% of who you are on the dating app. Yeah. Like, don't let this profile be some type of alternate reality version of you. Like, be fully who you are. So if you're geeky, be geeky. Like, put your real picture up, saints. Like, don't, (laughs) you know. And not one from 10 years ago either. Right. Like, the one from right now. Like, truly put, like, what are your religious beliefs? What do you stand for? Like, what do you care about? I think that is super important. And another thing I was thinking about that I actually have heard from my friends who are on dating apps is just be careful not to make it an idol because one of my close friends, very, very close to me, who is dating a guy that she met on a dating app right now, mm. and he seems to be a viable candidate. Yeah. Um, she was basically telling me that like she got to a point where like all she was doing was like opening up this dating app. Oh, like the amount yeah. of hours that she spent on it was getting to where like she didn't even know how many hours she spent on it. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it was kind of becoming an obsession. Mm-hmm. And she was like, she would be checking messages like, did he respond? Like, did, did someone like this? Did they swipe right? Like she, she got very obsessive mm-hmm. over it. So I will also say too, I think it definitely goes back to your point about heart posture, but also 
set some boundaries as far as like how much time you want to spend on the dating app. The same as like, if you were to be intentional about like going out into the world to like try to meet a spouse, Mm -hmm. you might, you don't, you're not going to go to a speed dating event every single night. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Like everything in moderation, if you're going to do it, you know, make sure that you're doing it in a healthy manner. Um, and, and two, if it's like, if you find that it's taking away from time that you're spending with people in person, if it's taking away from, you know, work, if it's distracting you from dating people, IRL in real life, then maybe <laughs> reconsider how much time you're spending there. And definitely know? do your research on the platform. Cause yeah. y'all, let's be honest. Like I tell y'all every single episode, we will keep it completely honest on this podcast. Some of these dating apps are just about sleeping with somebody. Totally. And I know that y'all know that. So make sure that you do your research and you pick the right platform mm. to fit what your goals are. I've heard a lot of great things about Bumble. Yeah. I've heard a lot of great things about Hinge. We mm. all kind of know the stereotype that comes with Tinder. Tinder. I don't know if it's true or not. Um, so you definitely want to do your research on the platform as well. I agree. That's so good. All right, Sophie, let's move to another question. This question is, is it okay for a woman to shoot her shot? Mm. So before we go into this, let's just be clear on what shoot her shot means. If you are listening to Becoming the One podcast and you do not know what that that word means, it is time for a BTO vocabulary moment. <laughs> so shoot your shot basically means put yourself out there, spit game, right. slide in the DMs, right. say, hey, what's up? I'm feeling you, you feeling me. Right. So shoot your shot is literally like in basketball. When you shoot your shot, you put yourself out there. It may go in the net. It may not. Right. So basically, is it okay for a woman to, hey, man, a guy, mm-hmm. how you doing? Let him know what's up. Right. <laughs> uh, so I love this question. We actually have received this, this question in particular, more than any question I think we've gotten for Good Morning Singles and for Becoming the One. Um, and it's so good. Uh, I think that you know, and I don't want to be so radical here or anything. And, um, but I do think it's okay for a woman to show that she's interested in a man, you know, and we were even talking about this earlier today with the team, um, you know, kind of like expressing opinions around shooting your shot and, um, you know, what somebody had brought up what it means to, to drop the hanky. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you guys don't know what that means in the old fashioned days, there was like this, uh, I guess way that a woman would get a man's attention was that she would drop her hanky, her handkerchief um, in order to basically prompt him to come over and pick it up for her and engage in conversation. So that was the old fashioned way of shooting, shooting a shot. Um, So I think that yes, it's, it's actually really important. I think for women to feel confident and I, and I actually think that women should do this more is make herself interested is showing up is making herself well presentable and um and smiling and being friendly because you know if we just expect that that we can sit in a corner and with a scowl on our face and uh, you know just expect that a man of god is going to approach us because he the lord tells tells him that we're the one <laughs> i think that that is unrealistic um and you know I I always, my heart always goes out to the men when it comes to dating, because I feel like that they really have 
I mean, there's, it's a lot of pressure there. Right. So I think if there is anything that we can do to make their jobs a little bit easier in expressing, like opening up the invitation for communication, obviously I don't think a woman should pursue a man. I think that that's still, you know, the man's role. Um, but I do think that she should let him know, Hey, I am open and available to your pursuit of me, to your engaging with me. So I'm going to show up. I'm going to, you know, wear a nice outfit. I'm going to, you know, do my hair that day. I'm going to smile. I'm going to be friendly. Um, I'm going to like your photo on Instagram or something. You know what I mean? Just to let him know, Hey, I'm available. And if this is something that you are interested in striking up conversation, I'm, I'm open. So those are my thoughts. I hear you, girl. That's a dope answer. Um, Super, super dope answer. I definitely don't have any disagreements to anything that you said. I think for the women of God who are listening to this podcast who are a little bit more on the shy side, Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of ways that shooting your shot can look. And I think essentially what Sophie is saying is that it's not like, hey, I like you. Do you want to go on a date with me? Right. No, no, no. It's very much so like... What's up? Yeah, exactly. You know, or or like flirting back or yeah. just giving off like that just feminine, you up. know, vibe, that feminine energy. But I also yeah. think too, just some very, very practical things, especially for women who are shy. Shooting your shot is letting the people around you know that, hey, I am ready to date. Yes. I want to date. Yeah. If you know someone who you think would be a good fit for me, yeah. it is okay for you to talk to that person about me. It is okay for you yeah. to bring me up in conversation. So I think that's a that's a good way to shoot your shot. It's not so much so like out in the open, but it is a more, hey, I'm trying to lean into the shoot my shot yeah. thing. So let me start here. I definitely think like let the people around you know that you are ready to date, that you are open, that's so that good. if they see someone or they have an inkling, like you have permission to talk your girl up. Mm-hmm. Please do. Mm-hmm. I think another way that you can definitely shoot your shot if you are... Um, a little bit more shy is just being intentional about being where other single people are. So you can't shoot your shot in your house every weekend. Right. You know, I have tried to do for a long time. I mean, girl, me too. And (laughs) and clearly I have not made a basket because I am sitting here on this podcast talking to a single woman instead of having (laughs) an episode with me and my husband. But (laughs) that episode is coming y'all season two, three, one of these seasons. It's going to turn around in here. But I definitely think that just being, in situations where other single men will be yeah. is super, super important. Like putting yourself in those type of environments. And when you get there, like just really practically, like tell yourself, I'm going to talk to three men that I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to ask them th- these three questions. What's your name? Where are you from? Mm-hmm. What's your favorite thing to do? Mm-hmm. And I, and it's, you're probably laughing because you know, I'm a planner. Mm-hmm. So this like, exactly what, I, I, I am so <laughs> abstract in comparison to Amanda's Planner yeah, I can't just go in there and be like, ah, oh, I'm gonna find someone. I, I would have to oh go. My word. I'm not saying that you have to plan. I, I just feel like I'm very no, like break really it helpful. down. I, I think the people who are shy though and could get overwhelmed, yeah. like it would be good to say, like, hey, I'm gonna go to an event once a month where I know single men will be. Yeah. I'm talking to three men that yeah. You know, I don't know. I'm going to ask them three questions. And honestly, even if you aren't attracted to the person, I think that what has happened kind of in church culture 
is that we've almost just been afraid to like speak to people of the opposite sex, period. Well, we, we make so, it so weird, Amanda. Yeah, like we, we just need to get so used weird. to like having conversations with men, period. Also, like, also, I, I want to put this out there too. Like, if you don't have any friendships with people of the opposite gender, when Ooh, you yeah. when you are unmarried when you're single, like if you don't learn how to do that well, you're not going to do that well in marriage either. Like they're actually healthy if you have healthy boundaries if you're doing it, you know, rightly. And so I think it's really important. You know, I I I have um obviously like my closest friends are women, my sisters, my mom, best friends in Seattle. Um but I definitely I mean there are men in my life that I love so much. For sure. And and it's good to have those male friendships yeah. and we have to learn how to do that really well. And I mean, that's how you learn it is. like the male species. So I think for women yeah. who are a little bit more shy when it comes to shooting your shot thing, it is important just to get used to having conversations with men. And even too, like if someone compliments you or if someone smiles at you, like smile back, like yeah. take the compliment, yes. you know, say thank you kind of doing those practical things. And I think it goes back to even what we were saying about the dating app. It's still about your heart posture, right? It is. It like, are yep. you trying to rush this process? Are you yeah. like antsy? Are you just shooting your shot because you think he looks good, but you don't, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, th- I think you yep. definitely have to check your heart in the process, but be intentional. Ultimately, we're saying, girl, go for it. Yeah. But just make sure that you are doing it for the right reasons and that you're still doing it in a way where you are representing yourself as a woman of guys, a woman yeah. of class and elegance. Like don't be out here getting a rep- reputation of, yeah. oh man, Sophie, she just, <laughs> shoot. she asked you to, bro. Like, <laughs> right, exactly. you, you just out here shooting baskets <laughs> everywhere. Like don't right. be that girl, right, right, right. but definitely, you know, put yourself out there for uh, sure. And you know, I will also say too, Amanda, like you brought up, I think, which is so helpful for the planners. Like, okay, I'm going to talk to this many people and, and I have these questions prepared. I think that um, it's also really important to note, like if you hate sports, but you know that a lot of single men go to, go to sports bars, it's okay that you don't go to the sports bar. It's okay that you don't go to the sporting event. Like identify what it is that you really like to do and go to events like that. If you're, if let you're them a find you in your real habitat, in your habitat where you, where you actually are doing something that you enjoy, like don't force yourself into those scenarios. Um, I was just going to say like, if you are a musician or you really like music, go to shows, go explore new venues, go, you know, to those little like, I don't know. Denver right now has all these things popping up all over the place, but um, because at least in those scenarios, you're meeting people that have similar interests. Um, you know, in comparison to you, maybe going somewhere where you're like, I know single men are here, but I literally hate everything about what right. I'm doing. I'm miserable, yeah. but I'm about to be married though. Right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that is funny. Great answers. Great. I hope this is helping y'all. I hope that yeah, y'all are too. getting some good stuff from this podcast. I'm actually helping myself. I'm like Amanda, girl. I know. <laughs> Apply your own. Right, <laughs> like, I know. Okay. What are it's, one thing, it's one thing like, to know it. It's another thing to do it. For sure. For sure. And I think it's also about like getting to that place of knowing that you are valuable enough to put yourself out there. Yeah. Because, because I think a lot of the reason why we don't shoot our shot or even respond to shots thrown shot. at us. Shots, shots. Right. Is that we don't truly feel valuable or yeah. we don't truly have that sense of worth. So I think that for every person listening to this podcast, male or female, there is a level of just coming into a confidence that you are a valuable asset to someone in a relationship that will change the way that you receive 
and you extend invitation for relationship. Like I had a situation happen to me a couple months ago where I was at an event and there was a particular young man there that I was like, huh, huh, huh. I love how you like totally understand what I meant. (laughs) I hope y'all understood too. But I was just kind of like, okay. What's up? Yeah. And we had an exchange. It was a healthy exchange, but I like allowed it to happen. I was in a good space. Like I, I, you know, fully leaned into the moment and I was talking to, um, someone about, I was talking to my best friend about it. I had this moment of like, girl, like I was not resistant. Like I I feel like I'm at this space where I'm very much so like, oh yeah, I know you're talking to me because I'm aware of who I am. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I'm yeah. not like, oh, is he talking to me? Is he what? No, he is. Because yeah. why would he not? So I think just kind of getting yes, to that girl. place of confidence of like, hey, like I'm going to receive the shots thrown, but I'm also in a space where I am willing to put myself out there to welcome with open arms invitations from men who are healthy and who are yeah. at a good place where I would be interested in getting to know them on the friendship level to see if things could go beyond that point. I also think too, and even to further that point, uh, if you're not immediately attracted to somebody, like don't shut down that conversation. I was going to say, Sophie, where are you going with this? No, it's okay to talk to, it's it is. okay to talk to them. It is. Please engage with them. <laughs> like we, we are so particular yeah. sometimes for no reason. And it's, it's hurting. It's hurting the single ladies. It, it really is. is. I'm thinking about Gumpy. That's what I was saying. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. <laughs> Y'all, we are friends in real life and we cannot bring this story to the podcast. <laughs> but, woo, praise God. Yeah. You did give him a chance though. I did. So the so okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I went on a date with somebody oh, who I was really, 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 really not attracted to. Y'all, I saw the picture and I was also really, really, really <laughs> <laughs> like, girl, who's but, this man? Right. Well, but I was like, you know, I was like, no, I'll accept the invitation because I appreciated his pursuit. He did have a very nice pursuit. The way that he approached me. I mean, he flew cities to come take me out. So it was one of those things where I wanted to honor his time and wanted to honor the pursuit. And, um, yeah, we, I, I never saw him after that and I never will. It's, but well, praise God. Next question. (laughs) Hallelujah. Um, so this next question is is has about four questions in one. Mm. So basically, what is your take on ghosting? Is it normal? Oh. If I get ghosted, how do I navigate that well? And do I acknowledge it or leave it alone? So you guys, mm. in two, in it's, this is the second moment where we need a BTO vocabulary lesson. Yeah, tell them. So if you are not f- familiar with the term ghosting, ghosting is literally think about a ghost. Okay. They're not there no more. As can be. Right. They are not there anymore. So ghosting is basically like you're talking to someone, things are cool, or you think they are. Right. Things are cool. Y'all are kicking it. You're getting to know each other. Texting back, Mm -hmm. calling, all of a sudden, no replies to your text. Yeah. All of a sudden, no more dates. All of a sudden, unfollowed you on social media. Yeah. All of a sudden, number change. If that has happened to you, you, my friend, have been ghosted. So, Sophie, what is your take on it? Is it normal? If you mm. get ghosted, what happens? 
Do you acknowledge it or leave it alone? Now, I want you to know I got a lot to say about this. Oh, okay. Well, I'll be quick then. But, yeah. Oh, ghosting. This is one of, like, the most disheartening things about dating in the 21st century because it's so dishonoring. Um, Ladies, I'll just say this. Please don't ghost anybody. Gentlemen, please don't ghost anybody. Like, it really... I mean, I think for one, it's just confusing, but it's also, it, I mean, it's just honor. It's, it's dishonoring. So if you have a habit of doing that, there was a season in my life in which I was ghosting, like it was my job. And because I didn't want to confront people in conversation to tell them, Hey, yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it right there. I'm actually not interested in you. I really appreciated the time that we had spent together, whether it's one date or 50. Right. But like, I think um I think it's really important to be upfront and honest um that you don't want to see somebody anymore depending on the situation I think there are some instances in which you don't have to go into all the reasons why if you're just if it's just going to hurt their feelings for no reason um just let them know hey thank you so much I was so honored that you took the time to spend with me that you did however I don't think this is something that I want to see moving forward and leave it at that um because you, you, I mean, you do want to honor that person. You want to, you know, give clarity and you want to let them move forward and, and see somebody else. So, all right, let's hear it. Let's hear it. So, okay. When it comes to the topic of ghosting, this is what I have to say. If you are the age of 18 or older, mm-hmm. you are considered to whatever extent to be an adult. Sure. If you are said adult. Yes. That means that you have some extent of ability to communicate. Yes. If you have said ability to communicate, (laughs) that would mean that if you get to a place where you are no longer interested in someone, guess what you can do, Sophie? Communicate. You can open up your mouth and you can say it. You can move your fingers and you can type it. Yep. You could leave a voicemail. You could even write a letter. Yep. Write a letter. So my perspective on ghosting is this. If you are willing to invite someone into your space, into your world, you need to give them a proper exit out. Now, where I want to say something, particularly to our audience, because the end of this question said, do I acknowledge it or leave it alone? Mm -hmm. Number one, I think if someone does ghost you, I personally think let it be. And I'm going to tell you why. Okay. I think a lot of times the reason why we want to address it, and of course there's different extents, right? Like if you've been with this person for a long time and they just all of a sudden just disappear, like, yes. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. But if you're you're just freshly dating someone or whatever, it's a new thing and you want to reach out, I think, number one, a lot of times the reason why people want to do that is because they want this... they want like this level of knowing that like nothing was wrong with them. Almost or vengeance. No- or yeah, vengeance. Like yeah, it's, it's, kind of it's like unhealthy. a nasty undertone to yeah. it. And I think what you have to realize if you have ever been ghosted is that that person has a communication issue. Yeah, I mean, whatever the situation was, it is that person. I mean, that's fault. That person is ghosting. Yes. So if you've been ghosted, that does not mean that like what what ghosting kind of communicates is that you were not valuable enough for me to even tell you that I changed my yeah. opinion about you. And I feel like that's where the enemy kind of comes in yeah. and gets us into this place of like negative thinking when it comes to who we are and just like our identity or our worthiness in a relationship. So I think when it comes to a situation like that, if 
you feel comfortable, you could for sure address it, but address it knowing that you may not get back what you want from that exchange. Oh, absolutely. And you, and honestly, you probably won't. You um, probably won't. Cause I, they ghosted you, girl. They, yeah. I mean, man, they don't want to, you know, I will say, I do think that there is, um, there is some, it's almost like a call of duty a little bit to acknowledge ghosting in some scenarios. And the reason that I say this is because somebody actually called me out once for ghosting. So I had been on a date with this guy, maybe like two or three times. And I just, I mean, I wasn't super interested in him. And because it had only been a couple of times, I was like, well, I just, I, I won't keep like pursuing this conversation or whatever. And it was about a month later and he reached out to me and he said, Hey, homegirl, uh, is everything okay? Are you okay? You know, I kind of get this idea that you're ghosting me. If that's the case, will you just let me know? And, and I, and I called him and I was like, Hey, so sorry. Thank you for texting me. I am so sorry. That's exactly what I was doing. (laughs) Please forgive me. Here's why. And it really was enlightening to me. And, and even after that, I I mean, cause it was really edifying and, um, and I, and I, I took it. I mean, obviously I was like, oh, dang girl, you have some work to do. But I, I did take it really well. And I was thankful that he had said something. Yeah. And, um, but we had, I mean, even prior to that, we had had like pretty good mature communication. Um, now, yeah, but I agree. I agree with you. Sometimes it's, I mean, it really is best to just leave it alone. If you're out here, like trying to be petty about it, if you're right. trying and to in like, situations where you should exit a situation and not give that person an explanation. Oh yeah. Like if you feel totally. unsafe, if you feel uncomfortable, Block that if you person. feel, yeah, like you definitely have that. Yes. Like Sophie, you just said something. Mm-hmm. People do not understand the power of block. Block. And because honestly, there are a handful of situations that should absolutely be literally like i literally have sat down with people and they're just like yeah he just keep calling me and then he's blowing me up and i'm like sis that's like you can manipulate this person yeah and that can be the end of it they won't be able to call you right and and don't let them don't let them it's real out here so listen if you have if you have ghosted if that person texts you, you need to be as noble as Miss Sophie, Miss Sophie certified and call that person and say, hey, you know, that Sophie, you said that was exactly what I was doing. Girl, that's what I, I said. I'm so I said, sorry. I said, you know what? I was trying to ghost you, but I called him. So I didn't even text him back. I called him and I said, you Yo, are a beautiful person. Thank you so much. It took, it, oh, it, I mean, it was edifying. It was edifying. Uh, but it, it, I was, I'm better for it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, you guys, listen, we have talked about a lot today, y'all. We popped this thing off talking about our celebrity crushes. If any of y'all out there know Lenny or Michael, (laughs) hit us up in the comment section of this podcast and get your girl a date. Pray for them. (laughs) Right. Pray for them. Let (laughs) let an enlightening come over. Like, exactly. Whisper our name in their ear. Okay. Hallelujah. We (laughs) talked about dating apps, girl. We talked about ghosting. And we talked about ladies shooting their shot. Yes. I feel like we have talked today. Yeah, like, we have. These are some really, really great questions. Yeah. If you have questions that you want answered on the podcast, Sophie, where can they send their questions in? Uh, So they can send them into, oh, I mean, gosh, we have so many platforms that people contact us all day long. You know what? Send your questions into info at theoneuniversity.com. Email is probably the best. I was going to say DM us on Instagram. That's true. But... <sighs> I mean, email's best. 
Email's best. Yeah. So email us your questions if you have questions. And listen, keep tuning in. If you have not, make sure that you like, comment, and subscribe. Remember that what we talked about will always be outlined for you in the show notes. This has been episode three of Becoming the One podcast, and we'll see you in episode four. Bye.